What's up, Internet? My name is Nerdy, and this is the second episode of It's Just Video Games, my podcast where I talk about how it's not just video games. The title is a lie. This time I was talking with Joni Brosas, the cosplayer, model, and Twitch streamer who I have been following for years. We get into it in the interview, but I first encountered her. Well, you'll find out. Stay tuned. Get into get into the interview to find out. But she is someone who I have watched adapt and evolve in this industry over the course of almost a decade. And I, I've always been so fascinated by her. And so the fact that she was willing to sit down and have this conversation with me was an absolute treat. What made it even more special is that she is just such a happy, joyful, like exuberant human in a way that I, this conversation was a blast. I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as much much as I enjoyed Resident Evil 8. If you were in my Twitch stream this weekend, how good was that game? A little bit short. I beat it in 10 hours, but um, wow, 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 wow. That, that uh, Ethan Winters, he really went through something. I went through something with him and, you know, I never played Resident Evil 7. And so I'm going to have to go back and do that because I really, really enjoyed that game. I might have a video coming up soon with my full thoughts. Maybe we'll, we'll see if I have time to get around to it. But you know what I do have time for? For you to listen to this conversation with Joni Brosas. Enjoy. Joni Brosas, thank you so much for joining me for an episode of It's Just Video Games. Um, I was originally call it, going to call it It's Just Vidja Games, like F-I-D-J-A. But then I realized that no no one was going to know what that was except me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, is it a Y now? No, it's a video. I just, I spelled it the right oh. way. Oh. Well, you can say it however you want. <laughs> right? Yeah. How are you doing? How is, uh, how is your quarantine going? I feel like that's the first question you have to ask anyone these days. Good. Well, you know, something you find out with quarantine is whether you married the right person. And I definitely did. So thank goodness for that. <laughs> I was I wasn't even worried actually, but I'm worried for like a lot of people because you're getting to know your partner on a twenty four seven level and your kids I'm sure too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, do I like this life? I don't know. <laughs> but I did I, I did a, I did a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Clarus and I we were not we we started dating on February twelfth of twenty twenty. That's my birthday. No way. <laughs> 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 so we um well that that well i was about to say happy birthday but it's may um i can never tell what <laughs> day of the year it is um so we started dating and then we we were working on a cruise ship together so we were already kind of quarantined together in a in a very different way um mm-hmm. and then uh we we found out we lost we, we were being laid off by the cruise ship on may 12th and so we'd been dating for about a month and um, she was from Canada and I was living in New York at the time. And I, neither of us had a place to go because we'd given up our apartments for, um, for, to go yeah. on the ship. So I was like, hey, like, I know we've been together a month, but do you want to come move in with my family in Calgary, where we're both from? And she was like, yeah. And so we ended up, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we moved in, uh, we, we quarantined in my parents' bedroom for two weeks. And then six months later, we got married. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was. Uh, it was definitely something. We, uh, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, we we talk about it a lot because we're at the point in quarantine where it's like we've spent a lot of days together. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, it's like how do you how do you separate but still know that you guys love each other? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're like mm-hmm. like I I want my alone time. It doesn't mean I don't want to have time with you. I just want to have some time to kind of just I don't know be in my own element. You know, mm-hmm. with no judgment or no trying to impress anybody. And I I think we've done a pretty good job. We have creative rooms. So Cole has his streaming creative room. I have my streaming creative room and we just kind of, I don't know, we kind of just go off and do our own thing. And I think streaming helps with that because mm-hmm. it feels like you're hanging out with your own friends, but mm-hmm. they can come in and say hello. So that's that's pretty nice. I I, I like it. I don't think I go out much anyway. It's not much of a party person. It exceeds to not hang out with people I don't want to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lazy. I just want to be home all the time. So playing online, perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel that because, you know, Clarissa and I both have our separate stream schedules. And mm-hmm. I, I've, I've taken to choosing things that I want to watch um, that I don't watch with her on purpose. That I'm like, this is mm-hmm. this is going to be my TV show that like I watch yes. in my alone time. <laughs> That's so special. I do that when I fold laundry, but sometimes mm-hmm. Cole will pop in and he's like, "What you watching?" And I'm like, "Some garbage TV." Because I that's my guilty pleasure is like really garbage TV, like these reality shows that mm-hmm. I don't know. I could put on in the background and listen to people fight. So this this <laughs> most recent one was. Have you heard of Are You the One? No. So I think it's on Netflix. It's it's ten. 10 males, 10 females, all of them uh, have like a perfect match in the house, but they don't know who it is. So they have 10 tries to find out who it is, then they'll win money. And so it's really interesting to watch because you're like, oh, they're definitely not good for each other. Like, oh, they're great for each other. I can see that. And you can like each episode they find out, um, they can put two people in a booth and they'll tell them if that's correct or not. So it, they have ways of narrowing it down. I was like, oh, it's some garbage TD Cole walks in. And he's like, I, I kind of would like to watch this with me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but he hates it. He's like, why do you get me into these garbage shows? <laughs> that's, uh, God, that's funny. I, I, I'm not a big reality person and neither is Clarice. Um, mm-hmm. But I have definitely, I, I've been in past relationships i've dated girls who are um and it is so easy to get sucked into them oh yeah <laughs> um, i remember i watched like one season of the bachelor and oh my gosh <laughs> like i just i i ended up finding it really fascinating because i think uh the bachelor the editing is so fun to me and so like that's mm-hmm. that's mostly what i watch it for is i'm like ooh, i see i see what you did there um mm-hmm. but yeah it was wild I, my one of my best friends and my ex would the, it, like the bachelor was like their night and so they would be over and they'd be like screaming and watching in the living room and i would sit there and watch and i was just like i i'm into it i guess i don't want right? to be but i'm I, yeah I, yeah it's a train wreck you can't look away from it but you're like but what happens yeah. <laughs> they're good they're good at sucking you in <laughs> my problem with reality television is that i do end up liking the people but i always mm-hmm. I, I end up in a position where i'm like i i want better for you than this <laughs> Right? You're like, oh, why are you why are you allowing this to happen to you? It's so terrible. This person's garbage. <laughs> I, I, I want to know how Netflix uh, for that show determines who the perfect matches are. Me too. Like, I want to know, like, what is it based on? Like, 
I, and I, I'm always yelling at the TV. I'm like, why don't you just stand in a room, all of you pair up, and then you rotate each one and you talk about the most awful things that that you have like the most aggressive views on and mm -hmm. just narrow it down. It's not that hard, but I don't know. I don't know how they narrow it down, but it seems like a lot of them are paired somewhat like religious background and um, <laughs> past relationships. Like you can see like things that people butt heads on, mm -hmm. but it's, it's interesting. I'd really like to know like what the stats are because the problem is, is when other people fall in love with each other and then they're like, I don't want to participate in this game. I don't care if I win a hundred thousand dollars. And you're like, no, but it's a game participate. And they won't. It's, it's fun. <laughs> Garbage TV. <laughs> I, you know what? I get that though. Cause like, if you were like, all right, you can either be with someone that you actually love or mm -hmm. you can have a hundred thousand dollars. I would be like, no, nah, I'll take, I'll take that love. Cause I'll make a hundred thousand right? dollars. You know what I mean? Eventually. Exactly. You... It's worth it. It's worth mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. L love is so much better than money. Yeah. But especially but it could be what, especially if they're like, no, 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 you have to be with this person. You're both Christians. And you're like, yeah, okay. But like, <laughs> but like they suck. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But have you smelled their breath? Like, <laughs> right? I can't live with this. That's why I wonder, because like sometimes you'll see these couples pair up, and you're like, okay, they're they're pretty compatible. Mm -hmm. Or you'll see people who are toxic, but they're super drawn to each other, and you're like, you need to find your match mm -hmm. because you obviously can't do this yourself. You you suck. <laughs> so it's interesting, like, and I noticed that in my and Cole's relationship, we're just. Like we're we're opposites in some ways, but we're really the same in the most important. That's what's important. But mm -hmm. watching other people kind of tear each other apart, you're like, ooh. <laughs> um. So you know, I did. This was ostensibly supposed to be a video games podcast. So I think that we should talk about a video game. Oh at some yeah. Point. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I wanted to start with um. I love that for those people watching uh, the YouTube video of this um, instead of listening to it. Uh, you have that Vampirella standee behind you. Um, Thank you. Because uh, the f the first time I ever um, encountered you, not in real life, um, but your your image was in 2017 at New York Comic Con um, when the the I, it's Image Comics, right? They Vampirella's image, Dynamite. Vampirella's um, Dynamite, yeah. They they did a big uh, they did a big reveal of the cosplayers at a panel that I had gone to. Um, uh, so the the first time I ever I, I had never heard of you before, and then I suddenly saw you um, up on like that big screen they had up at the front of the panel, and so I'd started following you on Instagram. I, this was you know four years ago now, um, mm -hmm. and uh, I've just been following you for a long time, and I've always been really fascinated by um, the, the the kinds of content that you make and about uh, mm -hmm. and by uh, your adaptability uh, within the industry as a content creator. Um, cause I feel like, you know, I feel like you're someone who has uh, been working in this field for a long time now. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and you've, you've really like, you've really adapted to the new technologies as they've popped up and the, the different mm -hmm. ways to, to make money in this. And as, you know, as a new, new content creator myself, uh, I love to talk to people of, you know, you found, you found a, a decent amount of success in this. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard. Oh my gosh. It's hard. And I feel like it gets harder the older you get and the older you get the things that come out that you have to learn. And I'm like, ah, I don't get it. Like TikTok, I am struggling with. Cause mm -hmm. 
I don't, I don't, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. It's way too much work for such little return if you fail. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. like, there's no way to, like, push it to be better if people don't like it. And the thing is, is I, for myself, I'm, I'm always downplaying myself, but I just feel like I'm very boring. I don't do the weird cat dances that everybody does. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm like, I can't, I can't do the whole cute blat, cute blat. I can't do it. I'm I mean, not. You just did though. I mean, like I, I could, just... I could edit this. I could edit this video into a TikTok. It'd probably do really well too. Well, I doubt it. I just have no faith in myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just not like, I see these cute girls on TikTok and I know my market, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I know it's gonna be like the cute anime and stuff and I have to do the weird dance and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm so self-conscious. I'll look at myself, I'm like, you look stupid, stop. Like, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> so I can't, that's one that I've been struggling with, um, which I like because it's natural, it's normal. I'm not, you know, following some trend. I'm just being myself. And if people like that, like that, it's like a new. Mm -hmm. that's easier for me because i'm basically surrounding myself with people who like me tiktok you're like catering to people i think that's where i struggle is finding that balance of catering and doing something i'm passionate about you know you you have to have that balance yeah I, i find tiktok really interesting because it's so um i have no idea who's watching this you know what i mean like so Clarus and I, Clarus and I have two TikToks that we posted on the Nerdy Nightly account um, that both have over seven hundred fifty thousand views. Whoa! Um, and we have one that's almost at a million views. And what's really <gasps> weird about it is that like I got a million views on it, almost a million views on a TikTok, and then the next TikTok I posted got like a hundred and twenty views, and um, and then like the one after that was 10,000 and the one after that was like 600. And then, so the thing about TikTok that I find so fascinating is I don't feel like I'm community building there. And I don't feel like I can like, I, I don't, I don't feel like I have like, oh, a group of followers who like my content. It's TikTok either shows people your content or it doesn't. And so I doesn't really like, it doesn't feel like I'm doing it for anyone except for TikTok, which is a weird thing. Whereas like when we make a YouTube video or when we go live on um, Twitch, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of who it's for. Like I have, we have a really mm-hmm. strong discord community. We have a really strong community of people who like our stuff and I can make mm-hmm. content for those people. Cause I like those people, you know, I talk with them yeah. in the discord. And so it's, it's much easier to make content for people that I'm like, Oh, the people on this other end are going to like it. And I like them versus TikTok where I'm like, yeah. I really hope the algorithm likes this. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I have an issue with, with is fitting into this. I feel like it's a cookie cutter. I'm just like jamming myself into it. Yeah. Rather than just, here's the cookie. It's kind of a mess, but here it is, and it's fun and delicious. <laughs> like, that's, that's the content I make. Like, you know, you either like it or you don't. But, like, TikTok is so, like, I sometimes, I, I think TikTok is, is, hard because you can see yourself as a failure too easily mm-hmm. like like you said you're like yes i'm successful i'm doing great i did it and then the next day you're like okay what did, what did i do wrong why do you hate me what what, what happened <laughs> and you know as a content creator you can't really look at things like that but you look at patterns that's part mm-hmm. of your business that's part of your job and so there's no pattern it's chaos and 
can't can't do it i freak out <laughs> yeah yeah a hundred percent um so going into just the video game side of it do you remember what the first video game you ever played was um it was street fighter 2 and um so as, as a kid i tell this story a lot but it's i think it's kind of funny because when i was a kid i have um, my mom was filipino so i grew up in like this really old school household my mom tried to make me ladylike dresses and pigtails i was adorable i was a little doll but I wasn't i couldn't play video games um that's too that's that's for boys mm -hmm. you know i i literally i have this video of me playing it was it was it was on my birthday it was on like my fourth birthday i had no friends because nobody came to my birthday party and i just sat there making these meatballs out of um play-doh and it, so I, I had cooking sets for days and i learned how to set a table and stuff like just the weirdest things for for girl child to learn and i wanted to play video games so anytime i hung out with my cousins i had three boy cousins and one girl and we always hang out and then um, late at night you know you separate the girls go in this room boys go in this room i didn't understand that i was a kid I was like, well that's stupid i want to hang out with them so i would crawl out onto the roof through the window so I could go into their room to play video games. <laughs> we just play Street Fighter and was it Dead or Alive? I don't know. There was mm -hmm. like a lot of big boobies in it. And I think that's what I love boobs mean. <laughs> I'm obsessed with big booby video games. <laughs> I wasn't oh. allowed to have it so now. <laughs> it sounds like you should play the new uh, Resident <laughs> Evil then because that Lady Demetrescu. Right? right? Oh, and boy. then my first crush was, was Wesley Snipes and Blade. So like smash all that together and i'm in heaven <laughs> i get that wesley snipes and blade is Yum. it's hot oh he's, yes <laughs> he is so jacked in that movie and right? he's always oh wet too yes yeah, yeah. yes just slick and mm -hmm. yummy that was my first crush ever i remember seeing the standee at the movie theaters and i was like mm -hmm, yes Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now and now Mahershala Ali's gonna play out Ooh, I know right I could just die oh I love that anyways video games <laughs> video games that was my first video game was and I would I would main Chun-Li and so obsessed with Chun-Li and mm -hmm. now um and that kind of led to I can be good at video games if I'm really fast at button mashing I don't have to be good I could just really be fast Mm -hmm. And so I loved fighting games, which uh, led me into like the more um, watching the movie. I so <laughs> I I really really wanted to love the Mortal Kombat movie. You can just let it, just I, let it happen. <laughs> I, I just so here here's my thing. I I really I I really enjoy Mortal Kombat. I think like the the games are amazing. Um, mm -hmm. One of the first Nerdy Nightly guests when I first started the podcast was um, my friend Madison, who did the um, motion capture work, some of the motion capture work for Mortal Kombat 11. So that was like one of my, the first um, podcasts I did, which was really fun. Uh, but uh, the, the the movie just really, <laughs> the the for me, like part of Mortal Kombat is the fact that you can't cheat. It has to come down to the tournament. And so oh, the movie, okay. the movie just makes this decision at the beginning where they're like, well, we're going to cheat. And that's how we're going to win. But they're bad guys. And I was like, yeah, but you're not supposed to be able to cheat. <laughs> and that's what, it just bugged me so much the whole movie. 
and I, I enjoyed it. I thought the fights were really fun, and you know, I I I really want a sequel, but I wanted a tournament. Like I was like, why are yeah. you why are you doing Mortal Kombat and not having it be a fighting tournament? Like they're why? doing the reality TV thing where they just took you out. Like, yeah. ha, 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 you gotta wait for a sequel. <laughs> I know, I know. I just hope they get the sequel right because the it yeah. is the danger of coming out right now is they, they did all right at the box office. You know, they, they they made a little bit of money, but um, you know, that movie would have done way better in oh, non-COVID yeah. times, right? In, yeah, normal circumstances, people would have been just flocking to the theaters. Yeah, and I'm you know, we don't today. we don't know what the HBO Max numbers were, so maybe maybe right. Warner Brothers thinks it's justified, but um, I, I wanted to get a sequel, but I want the tournament. Like, I just, I'm like, if you're gonna yeah. make a Mortal Kombat movie, give me the tournament. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I, it's tough. It's tough. I, I, I what got... were your expectations? Like, okay, have you seen My the, expectations the first were Mortal very Kombat? low. <laughs> yeah, did you see the, I mean, you've seen the first one, right? The, like, old school. We, see, I think that's a better movie. I, I wow. prefer I prefer I prefer the '90s Mortal Kombat movie than the new one. Raiden is white as heck. Oh no 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 no! Problematic. Oh no no no! Oh 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 no 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 no! I I will agree with you there. It is a very problematically cast movie. I am not disagreeing with you at all. But Mowgli was pretty cool. Yeah. I just I I didn't I also was like this Cole Young guy, fine, sure. Yeah. Like Louis Tan is an amazing actor. I didn't come here for the story. Yeah, but like you, you had Goro taken out by a guy whose whose superpower is that he is bad at fighting. <laughs> he gets his... it, it was weird. Okay, that was weird, and I wanted more Goro, and I was mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like the old because I think it was more practical. I was mm-hmm. watching it last night, and I was like, how did they do this? Like with the technology they mm-hmm. had, and I'm sure you remember uh, Reptile being freaking that guy from Monsters Inc. He looked exactly like him. It was. Awful. I was yeah, like, yeah. ew, what are you doing? But it was practical, right? Like, whereas, like, and right. Goro's, Goro is my, Goro's my guy. When I play Mortal Kombat, yeah. like, Goro is, I'm a, I Goro, like, he's my number one Mortal Kombat character. And so the fact that he went down so easily, I was just like, damn it. That's my boy. I love, I love like what Shiba, they've done to my so. boy. <laughs> I know, he's too fast. Like, I was way mm-hmm. too fast. Give him a couple fatalities first. Well, they had to kill off all the bad guys in the movie. But they're going to come back. They're bad guys. I hope so. They came from the underworld anyways. They're Mm -hmm. coming back. Please. Like, you would ever not see them again. People would pee their pants and leave. I don't know. There's so many Mortal Kombat (laughs) characters that I feel like this Mortal Kombat franchise doesn't need it. Right? They could introduce... (laughs) They could introduce, like, nine new bad guys each. Say they do a trilogy, right? Like, they could just have new bad guys each time. Except for Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero will have to come back because... Yeah. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Yeah. It's, you know, there's certain things you can't do without. Um, right. And see, that's what gives me hope, is that he disappeared the same way everybody else disappeared. I'm thinking, you know what? They're going to resurrect him or whatever. Because Melina was... Oh, yeah. Melina was great. Oh, the... oh uh, I Melina's... freaked out. Melina's CGI was some of the stronger CGI, too. Like, she looked yeah. she looked really good the whole time. Um, yeah, there was some... I think they did a good yeah. job with it. Like I, I think so too. I think that I got caught up on a little thing, and it like kind of like took over my ability to enjoy the rest of the Far movie. So it's just like, no, they can't cheat. Raiden would stop them. No, no. <laughs> I refuse the rest of the movie. Raiden's too powerful for this. Um, I like to pretend that I'm not that kind of nerd, but at the same time, like I know I am. <laughs> See, I came in and I was like, 
I was like, oh, ah, <laughs> yes. I'm so glad not many people were in the theater because I would not shut up. I was sitting there grabbing my husband, just like, did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> just the fatalities and just uh, all my magical things that I've ever wanted. Like, like these people who are obsessed with Avengers and stuff or like Captain America or whatever, like, like they're like, yes, my person coming into life, you know, from my comic books that I read as a child. This is close to my home. So fighting games were close to my home. So seeing it on the big screen. It was mm -hmm. almost the same as like um, Detective Pikachu. I could, mm -hmm. I just peed my pants. I was so excited. <laughs> Video games were my life. I guess I pee my pants a lot. I never have, but like, <laughs> it's my expression apparently. I, I haven't either. Um, <laughs> but I've heard good things. I've heard good things. <laughs> uh, I've heard it's very warm. Right? Like, you know. Yes. But then it gets cold later. You know, it's, it's kind of like true. sweat. So it's I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Great. Video games. Video pee games. your pants. I mean, look, there are, there are some people who will play until they pee their pants, you know? You know, you yeah. hear about those WoW players who, um, who play in diapers because they don't want to have to get up and go to the bathroom. Wouldn't you just bring your laptop onto the toilet? I feel like that's smarter. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> just I feel like that's not sanitary. That's that's the problem totally with the not. Switch, right? Like the Switch, you can just play Switch. Oh. On the it's like, it yes. really is a magic system. If they could just make a waterproof Switch that I could play in the shower, I would be very happy. Googled that for like two hours the other day because I'm like, I want to be in my bubble tubby, just mm -hmm. sitting there playing my Switch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I my husband's like... always playing Dead by Daylight in the tub. Wait, how? He just sits there with his arms out, playing his Dead by Daylight. Oh, is Dead by Daylight <laughs> on the Switch? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, the graphics are, you know, Switch yeah. graphics. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's worth it for the fact that I can bring it everywhere with me. Mm -hmm. My first time ever playing through Witcher 3... Um, oh. I was I was going on this cruise ship job, and so I bought Witcher Three because I was like, I'm gonna have so much free time, because uh, I was supposed to be on there for six months. I was on there for six weeks, thanks COVID. Um, but different. so I bought Witcher Three <laughs> for the Switch, and I was playing through it on there. And then um, we got, you know, we we ended up moving. We we're in Toronto now, but we um, Clarus has this incredible computer, and I was like, well, let me put up Witcher Three on on the PC. Let me see what it looks like. Um, and the difference between the Switch graphics of that game and the PC graphics are, it's so drastic. Um, it's really something like I would boot, uh, I could take the Switch or, um, the PC version all the way down to like low settings and it still looks better. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like going from like early 2000 to today <laughs> with graphics. <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, it's so convenient though. Like mm -hmm. my, the fact that I play like stop playing sorry you cut out there for a second what was that oh i said i said i will never stop playing skyrim and so the fact that mm -hmm. i can fit in the i bought like three copies of that game for different systems just because mm -hmm. of convenience and so the fact that i have it on switch i wish i had downloaded it because i play it so often i hate the whole get out put it back in mm -hmm. but it's not that inconvenient but i'm very lazy so <laughs> it's a lot those minor inconveniences. They really get you. Right? First world problems. <laughs> I hate complaining, you realize how stupid it is. 
Oh, yeah, um, I really just having to plug cartridges into my Nintendo Switch so that I can play a 1080p video game anywhere in the world. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. You don't know what my life is like. <laughs> oh, I, I, God. I don't get the Skyrim thing. And, like, everyone... <gasps> I know, I know, I know. And here's the thing. Like, I, I am married to a woman whose main Twitch brand is that every Skyrim is Skyrim, or every Saturday is Skyrim Saturday. Like, she plays Skyrim constantly. And I'm amazed. I should. I, but, like, it was it was one of the first games I streamed, because, you know, mm -hmm. I was starting streaming. I haven't had a PC in years, right? I've always had a Mac, so I've only been a console gamer. And so Clarissa was like, well, if you're going to start streaming, play Skyrim. And I was like, fine, like, oh, fine. And so I played through, I beat it, but I was I yeah, it just... People Wait, love this game in a way that it just doesn't do it problem. for me. You beat it. You never beat it. You just keep going on side quests until you collect all the books and all of the land. And then you have all the houses and you married all the pretty ladies. And then maybe you'll go back on the normal quest. <laughs> I guess you gotta that, play it right, man. <laughs> I think that might be my problem. I like to win things. Like I like to like get to oh. an end. I like end points. And I think that a uh -huh. game that's like do whatever you want, I'm like that's too much like my life. I need structure. I need guidance. I don't need this to be like real life. I need this to be a video game. See, that's, see for me, I'm like, I'm very structured. I freak out. But in video games, I'm like, I want to go over here. I want to marry you. Maybe I'll marry you. I don't know. Let's adopt some kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all over the place with video games. But in real life, I'm like, this is my planner. Like, my calendar is stupid. It's just... This time, this this time. Yeah. Unless we have, you know, messed up time zones. In that case, it's just <laughs> <laughs> all hell breaks. I am, I am very sorry about that. I should have, I should have no. cleared that up. I don't actually know where you are. For some reason, I thought that you were in Atlanta because so many of the people I know on Twitch are in Atlanta. Um, no, and I think I'm I just assumed that. You're in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It's, it's, I'm very opposite of what Utah is, but it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, Utah is really... beautiful. Yes, yeah. I love it. It's like a little snow globe. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I grew up in Calgary, Alberta, which is just north of you. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I have five brothers and sisters. Um, oh. So we, we, wow. we, we would drive into the States a lot because my mom is from um, the south. And we would drive down mm -hmm. there. And I just, I remember there was one time... Um, we were driving across the border and apparently there was a Mormon convention or something going on in Utah. And so the border guard saw that we had, my parents had six kids and was like, Oh, y'all going to that Mormon convention. <laughs> and we were all like, no, no, there's just a lot of us. <laughs> if you're white and you have six kids, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> my husband is one of six kids and his family is Mormons. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, he's the only one who's not, so you know I I picked him. But they're they're just so sweet and they're nerdy like us. So I I think Utah it it came in like a survey or something a Google survey mm -hmm. of of Utah being the nerdiest state in the U.S. That's fascinating. Um, Isn't that weird? <laughs> no, it's not. So Utah has a weird like. There's some there's some weird statistics about Utah that I find fascinating because the Mormon mm -hmm. church is the way that it is. Um, I mm -hmm. think it's fair to say that um, Utah. <laughs> so um, Pornhub, the site, <laughs> puts out statistics every year 
um, about porn viewing in the United States. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's our pandemic here. <laughs> yeah, um, the the number one state in terms of hours watched of Pornhub is Utah, which is funny because the population there, um, for the most part, isn't allowed to watch porn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're really good at lying about it. Like, <laughs> come on. We all watch it. Let's be adults, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a problem. Let's <laughs> just call it a problem. If it's, not, you're it's, fine. It, what they found was that, like, the, the more, the most taboo thing in an area is the thing that's watched the most. So, like, in the South, it's all, like, ebony porn. Um, and mm -hmm. in and Utah, where it's the most taboo, is the place where it's watched the most. And I find that that is such a fascinating thing about humans that the thing that we're yeah. told not to do is the thing that we absolutely will do. Video games and big boobies, my life. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle here. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with either of those things, though. Right. Well, I was I was raised to like you know be ladylike and go to school and be a housewife and kids. None of those things. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you kind of have the opposite life of that, right? Because you you really you you work very hard. Um, you yeah. create a lot of incredible content, and you 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 travel before COVID. You you traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. You were a con girl. Um, oh yeah. That a, that's not a rude way to say that, right? But you you went to a lot of cons. I guess it depends on who you ask. I don't care. Yeah, I just mean literally. I my my following you online. My understanding is that you are constantly at a different convention somewhere, pre pandemic. Yeah, I miss those days. <laughs> Me too. I'm. Oh my yeah, gosh. The, the day New York Comic Con comes back, I'm. I'm there. Um, yeah. Hopefully this year, but we'll see. Um, it, it just, just uh, if you don't want to answer this, I totally understand. But is, um, is that a huge hit for you financially? Like the lack of cons. Dude. So, <clears throat> what's interesting is in the beginning of the pandemic, we were fine, you mm -hmm. know, and then a year after the pandemic, so. All through 2020 to the end of 2020 we were fine um early 2021 it's just it's different i don't know why it hit so late mm -hmm. but i think people were starting to realize okay i can't really extras talk and you know everything they do is extras so mm -hmm. um i think people have dropped off of that um so there there's the mixture of people losing their jobs mm -hmm. um me not being able to go to conventions anymore they were closed out and this, it wasn't necessarily my money maker but it did get me out to me so i got to see new people mm -hmm. all the time. They would tell their friends and their friends you know that's that's a new market here or you know here's new york or california or wherever and so that was another one and then my mental health plummeting because mm -hmm. i didn't realize i was such a people person until mm -hmm. i couldn't see people anymore so like i remember the first time i saw it was like two weeks. It was two weeks since I had seen my nephew. And I bawled my eyes eyes out the first time I saw him. I was like, I thought I'd never see you again. And mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, it, it was my mental state just just plummeted. And so I I for that first year hadn't like blocked up all of this content. Because usually, um, you know, I'm sure you know, you usually do content, 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 content. Okay, I'm tired, take a week. Yeah. But you have it all stored. And I just stopped. And so I went through all of my my backup. <laughs> and I was mm -hmm. like, well, I'm back to square one. And it's it's just hard because when there's no mo new new blah, 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 new movies. Mm -hmm. Good thing to say. When there's no new movies coming in, comic book movies, no 
video games, nothing's being made. You have no inspiration. Not like, oh, that's so cool. Okay, I have to cosplay that right mm -hmm. now. So I didn't have that. And then being around other people that get excited about things and kind of encourage you. You know, they're like, oh, I love that thing. Like, for instance, Mortal Kombat. Like, even though, you know, if you didn't like it, but I liked it, it's still something that you're passionate to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's still kind of, you know, it lights a fire within you to, to do something cool from that thing. Mm -hmm. And so without all the creation happening, there's no creation for me happening. So it, it was just hard because there was no wave to ride of popularity. Like, oh, you know, Mortal Kombat keeps coming up. But Mortal Kombat, you know, just came up. So you know, everyone's going to cosplay Mortal Kombat. And then it'll, you know, dip and then a new movie comes. But for almost two years there's been nothing mm -hmm. and so it's it's been so it's such a mixture of things of uh, e even now i probably won't be able to go to a lot of conventions one because i can't afford and two because the conventions can't afford me anymore mm -hmm. so everybody's struggling somewhere. i would like to be able to go to conventions i want to support them staying alive because mm -hmm. there's such a wonderful thing in my life and so everybody's so I'm hoping that I can work something out with a few different conventions, but it's just, it's hard for everyone right now. And I think everybody's really feeling it after kind of riding that wave of I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, I don't think I'm okay anymore. Mm -hmm. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, I'm, I'm really nervous for these first conventions back. Um, yeah. Because I, you know, and I'm, but prior to the pandemic, I was a theater actor. Um, and so um, I, I, I have a degree in musical theater and I've been a, I've been a touring singer, musician, actor my whole life. Right. That's that's literally all I've done. Um, and so, you know, I got to when the pandemic began, um, we were working on a cruise ship. We're both, you know, we were doing a musical on a cruise ship together and we got sent home and I was like, look, I've got this podcast. Like, let's do this. And all that to say, I. Uh, there's been talk recently of Broadway opening up in September and Broadway's going to come back, which sounds great. Right. And mm -hmm. after being closed for so long, I'm, I'm really happy for that. But Broadway has a really, really tight margin. And if a show is selling 60% of its tickets, it generally closes because that's not enough to make money. And there's a real, there's a real concern for me that Broadway opening up in September or these conventions coming back are going to have the same issue that they're going to spend a lot of money, a lot of more money than they would have previously to be COVID safe. They're going to open right. and then the, the, the drive to go to these cons won't be there. The international travel won't be there. Um, right. And next year's cons won't be able to happen because the, the money lost on this year's cons is going to be detrimental. Mm -hmm. And I'm really worried about that because Comic-Con Comic for me has been like the best part of the year since I was a kid, mm -hmm. right? Like that is, that's what I saved my money for. That's what I saved my time right. for. You know, every job I've ever had, I'm like, look... I know it's January, but I need you to know these four days in October blocked off. I'm going to New York Comic Con. I'm I'm not available. I'm busy, mm -hmm. um, which has been harder lately because <laughs> it's so hard to get tickets now. But um, yeah, the you know the the there is a I'm genuinely concerned about these things opening up this year and having a bad, you know, New York Comic Con has 115,000 people there every day. If that's mm -hmm. 60,000 people there, that sounds great. It's mm -hmm. a lot of money lost, though. And I, I don't know. I just, I really want conventions to exist for the next 50 years. 
And I'm worried right. how this year is going to do that. What, what, what yeah. effect that'll have, especially after yeah, the money lost last year. Right. And, and it's, it's like, not only that, but you have like these vendors that need to buy a booth, but can they afford a booth? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I feel like it's almost right now would be basically a passion project for everybody. Mm-hmm. We all 100%. realize we're not going to make any money, but in order to keep this going and keep this alive, we all just have to go there and support it as much as we can. Mm-hmm. That's, it's the only way to keep it alive. And that's, that's why, you know, me and my husband had to talk about it because, you know, when you travel, you're taking away money from, you know, being stable. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can either not make any money or I can make some. But usually it's not like, yay, I'm going to be, you know, dancing in money. At least for, for me for conventions. It's just, it, it doesn't happen. But I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to support this convention. I'm going to meet new people and new markets. So it's mm-hmm. basically advertising. So it, we all have to, like, really try to work together to make these things easy. You know, and I assume that would be really hard for celebrities even. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if they're if they're struggling or if they're you know in high demand and everyone's going to spend all their money on them. And then, you know, what if nobody comes? What if, you know, people came for a lot of the cosplay stuff and a lot of the artist booths? You know, all we did was spend our money on celebrities and nobody's here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I I don't. The celebrities are, are, I don't really care about that part of con. It's not really interesting to me. I, I'm not the kind mm-hmm. of person who waits in line to talk to someone for five minutes. Uh, I, I, yeah. I'm i more there to talk to other people who are there because mm-hmm. con for me is really the largest gathering of people who care about the stuff that I care about as much as I do. And so right. those conversations, I, I don't, I, you know, and I think part of that is that I, I've worked in television and film and like I've met enough celebrities in life that like I just have a different perspective on that. But mm-hmm. for me, it's really about interacting with other nerds, right? And like, the, right. you know, the, the people that I don't get to see at my restaurant job or my, act, you know, when I'm doing Oklahoma, <laughs> the rest of the yeah. cast maybe doesn't care so much about the new X-Men movie. Um, and so <laughs> that's, that's the part of it that I want to come back. But that's also the hardest part. That's the hardest part to right. get back to. Yeah. Right. Um, but now, and, you know, now you found Twitch. How long have you been streaming on Twitch? Um, I just had like my one year anniversary in April. Oh, so you started so, in the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I realized that that's actually, um, it hasn't replaced conventions because it's definitely not as, uh, what's the, like monetarily supportive mm-hmm. as conventions were, um, because finding new markets is really hard on Twitch too. Yeah. It's the whole like algorithm thing. Like you, it's basically just collaborating with other people and making friends, being active in the community, which I like, um, but it's not the same. So I basically <clears throat> replaced conventions with outreach to new people um, and try it out. Cause I don't, I don't know if YouTube is right for me. Like I said, like, I just don't keep recording myself. I really, I yeah. never, and I like, I'm so proud of you for being an actor. Cause like, I can't, I can't do it. I hate myself too much. <laughs> The secret is I, like I do that. too. I, um, I, I find I find value in being liked by other people, which is really hard. Um, being an actor is a miserable profession for most of us, um, but it's yeah, we need it. It's 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 very gross. Unfortunately, it's very. If you ever if you ever like have a really honest conversation with an actor about why they do it, it's mm-hmm. what you find out is that we're very sad people. <laughs> 
gosh, no, I feel that. Like, even as a content creator, I'm like, you know, it's not necessarily because I, I need approval, but I've never made friends, like, in real life mm-hmm. very easily. Um, so finding these kind of uh, outcasts, such as myself and other people who are outcasts, you're like, not so bubbly. Hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm really surprised to hear that. You are You are a very bubbly person. And like I've, you know, watching your Twitch content, whatnot, you're you're just um, you're happy, you're or you're outwardly happy and like joyful <laughs> in a way that I'm like it's it's very magnetic. I feel like you would be a person that people would gravitate to. Um, That's all I want. Yeah, I, I just you you smile a lot more naturally than I do. <laughs> it's a lot more work to get me there. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's just because I I want what I was wasn't given enough of. I just like mm-hmm. here's all of it and then I go and sleep for the rest of the day because I'm like I just too much of myself <laughs> so you're a koala then for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so um you you've been playing the new Pokemon Snap it is the one of the latest yeah. games out there and you've been playing it. I did want to talk about it this is a video games podcast might as well cover the new thing uh how do you yes. feel they did did you play the original I did. Okay, so again, with the whole, like, I wasn't allowed to play video games. We went to Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Boy, did I play video games. My parents would go look for mm-hmm. Titanic for two hours. I'd be playing Pokemon. Because they used to have those stands <laughs> that would have, like, the N64. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, it makes my heart so happy because, like, mm-hmm. that's the only experience I had with that. I had no consoles at home. I would have to sneak over to my friend's house to play anything so i only played like kirby and street Fighter. those are the ones that stay stand out it's two good games though yes (laughs) at least it wasn't like et i only played et until oh no 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 (laughs) i was very i was very fortunate my grandmother my grandmother loved to buy me games my mom didn't want me to have um, yeah. And so, (laughs) right. Yeah. 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 So it was, uh, I always, I I was very fortunate that my grandmother, um, liked to stir the pot (laughs) by, (laughs) by giving me things I wanted. (laughs) Uh, so how how did you feel about the new Pokemon snap? Where, where where does it rank? Um, I, I love it. And I, but I have a hard time, like necessarily recommending it to people because, um, I can't tell. And I, I have this struggle too, is do I like this because it's nostalgic or do I like it because it's good? <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people have mm. that issue with Star Wars because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I love it. It's so good. And when you watch it outside of the perspective of, oh, I grew up with this. It's close to me. You're like, probably not. It is. Actually, it is. <laughs> it actually, it, it very much is. I do love it, though. I, I do love Star Wars. I just have more of a connection to the new one. But this is this is Pokemon. the big fight between me and Clarus. Um, really? Yeah, because she doesn't like the sequels, um, oh. and I I love all of it. Like I I think it's all mm-hmm. great. Um, but um, yeah, she's she's very she does not like the Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker at all, and I think they're great. So it is it's like the one thing in our relationship that's like a point one point of contention between us. <laughs> um, yeah, which yeah, anyone who's it. watched our channel for any amount of time knows, <laughs> we will argue about <laughs> it. That's um, awesome. You're a big fan of the new ones, right? You're a big Ray fan. Yeah. 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 Is it I, just because I you look like her? her? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit because I've never had any actress look anything like me. So I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
I I didn't grow up with Star Wars, so mm -hmm. this was my nostalgia. This was me going to the theaters, experiencing it, and fully paying attention to it mm -hmm. with all of my heart. Um, it's also the first date. <laughs> Which one? Very, uh, the Force Awakens. That was your Number first 18. date? Yeah. That is so <laughs> cute. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we got to be together for all of them and go to all the midnight releases. Oh, it's, it's been magical. So, <laughs> so you don't know so if very... Pokemon Snap is a nostalgia thing or a good game? I don't know. I I adore it. It's so easy, and you don't have to pay attention to it. It's like playing Animal Crossing. You know, you don't mm -hmm. play it for, for story or anything. And it's so cute that Pokemon Snap tries to give you a story. Like, I don't care, Professor <laughs> Mirror. I yeah. That's not a tree. I don't know who well, thought of that. It's a, it's a thing in Japan, apparently. There are these. They make these trees out of glass. And so it's a reference oh. to that, but it's also the mirror in the camera. Oh. It's like a, yeah, they're trying to be meta. It's not a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not a main series game. So like, I'll forgive that. I'll forgive that yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll give them a slight pass. They could have Professor Twig. At least it'd be part of a tree. But anyway. I, I have a problem with Sonia <laughs> in Sword and Shield becoming the professor. Because I'm like, Sonia's oh. not a tree. Yeah. See? It's such a <laughs> dumb thing to care about. <laughs> This is you being caught up on Mortal Kombat because mm -hmm. they're cheating. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is me being caught up on Pokemon Snap because he's not a freaking tree. <laughs> See, I agree. I agree with that though. I with the nostalgia thing. I I love the new Pokemon Snap, and I thought they did a really good job with it. But if you mm -hmm. don't like Pokemon, I wouldn't recommend the game. Like, I don't think it's a good. I don't think it's a good game for people who aren't fans. But I think that for people who enjoy who enjoy Pokemon and want a casual like um relaxing game to play i think it actually fits that world really well like i think it's a really good version of that it's something that yeah. you can lie in bed when you're feeling sick and yeah. there's no stress so you just play it's calm but doof mm -hmm. is so cute with his little with oh his little God. butt and you just yeah them to follow you mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, i turn around they're like they're so cute i love it <laughs> i streamed it once the day that it came out um mm -hmm. Me too. I didn't love it. I was like, I don't want, I don't want an audience for this. Like, I don't want to have the camera on for this. This is like, I want to go chill. Like, I don't want to have to be on while I'm playing this game. This is like, whereas like Resident Evil, like, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I so, totally wish I had done that because I did my, um, I did a 13 hour stream mm -hmm. playing that game, and yeah. I just should have just soaked it all in because I was, I was doing this, I was doing this, doing this, mm -hmm. doing this. I wasn't really like nostalgia and like breathing it in so i've been playing it off for the rest of the time but i just i i love it personally i love it 60 dollars love it i don't know so me and my husband mm -hmm. sharing it you know it's just it's too simple of a game it's too short of a game mm -hmm. for 60 dollars for member berries is not i don't know it's not that 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 is a real question though like how much is a video game worth now because especially now that we're going into the PS5 games are going to be 70. And in Canada, that means 100, right? Like for in Canada, Pokemon Snap was is like $85, I think, just because of the conversion rate of the currency. Um, so which is fine because we make money mostly from Americans. So <laughs> it, yeah. it works for us. <laughs> Most of our money comes in American anyway. So it, it, th that difference isn't as striking. But um, 
Yeah, the you know, the, there is no rule about how long a game has to be to sell for $60. We just all kind of have agreed $60 is the price we pay for a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, and so like right now, I haven't beat it yet, but I know I'm very close and I don't want it to end because I feel cheated if I do. So I'm like playing everything till I get like level. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just struggling because I'm like, I shouldn't have to make this a game. Mm-hmm. Like I played Little Nightmares too. I don't know if you've played that game. I've not. So I've watched it on Twitch a few times. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fun and it's a well-made game and it's a whole universe and it's just, it's fun. It has a story. It's, it's perfect. It, it's it's a fantastic game, and that was worth sixty dollars. But Pokemon Snap is, hey, take some pictures. Hey, here's a new landscape. But you're gonna play those same six landscapes. Mm-hmm. Here's I think it's like ten. Here's ten landscapes. Here's a variation of dark time, like <laughs> nighttime, light time, and here's one Pokemon that only you can take pictures of, and nothing else will pop. It's just, it seems when I break it down, minus nostalgia, minus the fact that it has the name Pokemon Sleep, it's not, to to me personally, I just don't think it's 60. So it's just a lot to ask for a non-complete world of a game. Yeah, it's interesting because I just, I I just finished Resident Evil 8 um, and it took me about 10 hours on like standard mode. And Mm -hmm. when I think about the difference, I'm like, you know... Yeah, it only took me 10 hours to beat it. And it took me about 12 hours to beat Pokemon Snap. But the mm-hmm. difference is I could and probably will go back and play Resident Evil 8 again. Like mm-hmm. there's there's replayability in it for me because like I haven't been in the hardest mode. I haven't gotten all the collectibles. Like there's like a genuine like, oh, there's like things to do again. Whereas like I wouldn't start Pokemon Snap over. There, there wouldn't be, there like there isn't like... um. Other than getting four stars on every single photo dex Pokemon, there's not a reason to go through it again. No. Um, there's, I, no there's no yeah. competitiveness to it. There's mm-hmm. no... Like, for uh, me and my husband were talking about this, is um, Pokemon Sun and Moon was my one of my favorite installments because mm-hmm. of the fact that there was, like, four different stories going on that you mm-hmm. could really, really dig into. And that's that's a full game you mm-hmm. know like i i feel like pokemon snap is maybe right when it comes out worth probably 30 dollars. it's it's a, it's i mean when you think about it it's a children's game it's not yeah. complicated it's not hard there's no diverse story of i don't know there's just there really isn't much content to it it's take mm-hmm. some pictures have some fun um, relax, take your mind off of everything, and look at really cute. Yeah. But that's about it. It's, you know, there's not much content. When I think about it, I think about the, um, the Squadrons game, the Star Wars game that EA put out last year, um, the Starfighter mm-hmm. one, and they put it out at $40. And because they put it out at $40 instead of 60 no one complained that it was shorter. You know what I mean? And it ended up being... It and I, I think Squadrons was a really great experience. Like I really, I'm a big, big fan of that game, and I, you know, I still play it every now and then when I can. Um, unfortunately, not a lot of people play it, so it is actually hard to get into a match now because um, it's fallen yeah. off. Um, which is the downside of there being no post-game content, right? And them not wanting to have anything to pay for means they can't keep putting time into it. It is really a double-edged sword of those two things. But um, I think, I think if they had put this out at like a forty-dollar range with Pokemon Snap, 
it would have been more justifiable but mm -hmm. i don't think it would have sold more because this it, it, the problem is they sold they outsold everything else right like it was the number one game that weekend um mm -hmm. it outsold returnal but returnal's only on ps5 so that makes sense but um you know it sold incredibly well and they made a crap ton of money so from nintendo's eyes they have to be like whatever <laughs> like we, yeah we they, win they don't have to put any yeah. effort <laughs> really they don't you slap the word pokemon on it you put in some member berries in there and it's sold mm -hmm. like i mean mm -hmm. everybody's been asking for pokemon snap like mm -hmm. that's that's all i've ever wanted and you know I, it's exactly what i got that's exactly what i expected yeah. I just didn't expect to pay that much for such a small amount of game. I was hoping there'd be more Pokemon because there's only 214 Pokemon in it, um, which is a little under a quarter of the total number of Pokemon. Come out with 151. Why wouldn't you do that? Hello? Just start with the first generation, then add the next generation and whatever downloadable See, crap you have. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there's going to be updates. I think that I'm, I'm assuming there's gonna the the game immediately sixty dollars immediately becomes valuable to me if there's like a new thing that unlocks in three months, and it gives me a reason right. to pick it back up. Because honestly, now that I I have all my photos, I probably won't pick it up until sorry, excuse me, uh, I probably won't pick it up until uh, an Whatever update. update nah. Um, so we, we've been talking for fifty five minutes, so I want to thank you for your time. Um, but I did want to, before we go, I did want to ask, like, what what's next? What what are you doing? What are you working towards right now? Um, mostly, uh, hey, you, you know the struggle of partner on Twitch. That's a mm -hmm. tough one to get. Um, so mostly, right now, I'm kind of focusing on Twitch, mostly because it helps my mental health, and it's kind of brought out back into my work again. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's where I'm spending a lot of my time and kind of, uh, like Patreon OnlyFans stuff is kind of significant. Uh, my, my art and my passion and my photo shoots, you know, those through Patreon OnlyFans and then Twitch is where I kind of sideline advertise it, but that's more of my interaction with people, getting mm -hmm. to know the people who support me and you know keep me going through all this so twitch is i try i try to find balance again you know with balance of um doing photo shoots making content um twitch is where my mental health has kind of blossomed mm -hmm. so twitch I, i'm trying to spend more time on twitch making it a fun place for people and finding new people to collaborate with and making new and that's just been going great. So mostly Twitch is where I'm at now. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's so awesome. Do you have a game that you're excited? Do you have an, do you have like the next video game that you're excited for? I've been waiting for Pokemon Snap for so long. I don't even know what's coming out. It's like le legitimately, that's mm -hmm. all I focused on was that. And Little Nightmares came out uh, before that, and I played that on stream. I I actually loved Luigi's Mansion. That was one oh, I had never yeah. played. I'm obsessed with that game. It was mm -hmm. amazing. Oh, I've been um, I've been a big Luigi's Mansion fan. It was the GameCube, right? The first one. I I <laughs> love that franchise. Yeah. I played it. I played it on the Switch the other day on my friend's Switch, which was a mistake because I sat there for five hours straight just playing. I'm like, no, I I I'm gonna play this. And then I I didn't have it on my Switch because it was his game. So I had to wait. <laughs> I'm just jealous that you got to be around friends. We're we're yeah, still 
we're still fully we're in lockdown till june 2nd and we've been in lockdown since november so june will be seven straight months you're going to the movies yeah our movies are open like we're we're just doing really really good we can't even go to um retail is even open you can't buy the only places that are open in ontario are grocery stores and drugstores everything else is closed oh that's rough yeah it's fun my goodness yeah it's interesting Clark we've seen no one like we have literally we're online all the time because we can't leave our house oh oh my goodness well I'm glad you have like this outlet though because yeah you know your creativity and and you get some kind of interaction from people like Mm -hmm. okay I know what that does for your heart like you're like I need this I just need people for the whole day (laughs) well I love streaming but I also really like this is really special to me and I'm so glad I started this podcast because um streaming is really one directional right like the you're yeah. reading chat but they're it's it's just text you know mm-hmm. um in a way and i know that there are people on the other side of that objectively but like a- after a 12 hour stream it's hard to like feel like you really connected to that um whereas right. just having someone talk back is, is really nice so i appreciate it <laughs> yeah i yeah, know i feel that i feel that Ta- like i i've actually been talking on the phone a lot more which is oh, wow weird that life is going so bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, do you want to talk on the phone? Hello, hi. It's so nice to hear you. You know, because we're. I think we took it for granted for so long. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. just texting. Don't talk to me. So that's. I I hope the world is kind of moving back in the direction of you know, realizing how important people are and how how much you need them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. push them away for so long. You're like, wait, come back. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is how that that's how most um, women have gotten me to date them historically is just push me away until I'm like, no, 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 please. (laughs) (laughs) No, please go back. No, please. (laughs) 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 Oh, see, I'm aggressive. I am aggressive as hell. I, my husband, I asked for his phone number. We actually started dating because, um, he played fallout and I didn't know which was a scent and which one wasn't kill one of them. And I was like, Hey, can you help me figure out which one to kill? He told me the wrong one because I Googled it myself anyway, but (laughs) it worked. I but you were, but, hey, the fact that the fact that he was wrong and you still found him cute says a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the type to build a tower for ten hours and not play the rest of the game. <laughs> Same thing with me and Skyrim. I organize books for ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, can I ask one last question? Just yeah. just before we end here, I, I I wanted to know you you and Cole, um, <laughs> how how do you work together like how do you make being content creators and making this your life work because Clarissa are at the very beginning of that journey so I'm I'm I'm, I've been asking content creators who make it work how do you keep Um, married but have your life be online keep married (laughs) oh my goodness I I don't it's hard to say because I absolutely adore that kid he cracks me up Mm -hmm. like he's his own tv show all the time. He's the most entertaining person I've ever been around in my entire life. So it's easy. Life is really easy. Um, I, I love to hear that. The, That's wonderful. Yeah. Like, you know, marriage is obviously work, you know, but it's not hard. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's what's important is that um, we've learned to talk really, really well. We, we've done really good at talking. And, and one of the most important things I learned was because 
a lot of people view fighting as like, you know, if you walk away, then you're just running away, mm -hmm. which isn't true. We, we've, we've sat down and said, you know what? We need a breather. You need a breather. You walk away, you find your own place in the house, you breathe for a little bit. One of you will come back when you're ready. And that's, I think that's one of the most important things is working on communication and knowing what's best for the other person and for you and coming back, you know, with a solid mind rather than an emotional melty mind. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, that's the biggest thing we learned and how to get away from each other without, you know, seeming like you're running away from, you know, you just want to come back in a better state, a more solid state. That is, that's so. awesome. That's really good advice. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's the most important thing and spending time with him is just the best part of my day. So I think the hardest thing is keeping up with the house and taking care of other things that need to get done because mm -hmm. we enjoy spending together. So <laughs> trying to push each other to be more active is what's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So our we, thing we is, our thing is that. getting the dishes done because we'll eat and then we just want to lie down. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we've been learning to, to cook together. We'll blast the music. And then we'll clean together because then it's it's an activity mm -hmm. that you're spending together rather than a chore that you're doing alone. Mm -hmm. So I think that helps too. But and this is all the stuff we've learned through uh, COVID, which you know it's it's that silver lining of something so awful that kind of you know taught you more about yourself and what works and what doesn't. So we've we've just been really good at communicating <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I feel like COVID's going to end and there's going to be a lot of couples that break it off after COVID mm -hmm. and the couples that don't will be like really solid because they'll have survived this. Yes, because this was hard to survive, I'm sure. But yeah, I I'm, I remember we talked to somebody, they said that the percentage of divorce rate went super low during COVID, but also courthouses aren't open. So... It's about <laughs> so to be I'm wild. Wondering. Yeah, I, I, it's so dark, but I, a friend and I were joking. We were like, I wonder if like after COVID, we're just going to like find husbands in basements for like the next couple of years. <laughs> like how many wives just got sick of it and were like, and we'll deal with this later. Yeah, this is your home. This is my home. Hey, <laughs> you your home. <laughs> hey I, I'm sure they do it. Uh. I don't, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're an incredibly busy human, but is there any last things you want to plug? Anything you want people to go check out? So my favorite thing that I've done was uh, voice acting, and that's on that monster show. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I play this little character. She's like a little octopus squid monster, and she's so adorable. And my husband, actually, he tried out for the same show. And he is the werewolf in the show. And Aww. this totally alligator-holding dude. And it's so fun. But we've only made the pilot episode. It's going to take a lot of some kind of miracle for to fund it. But if I could have any dream in the world, that would be it. So, but if you if you just watch the first one, it'll show that, you know, it's liked and people like to, to view it. But it is really fun. It's cute and quirky. It's a bunch of little monsters mm -hmm. landing in which is you know their hell so <laughs> and mine <laughs> yeah, exactly sorry i'm sorry to my grandfather who lives in florida um <laughs> but yeah that's one big thing that and you know watching and interacting awesome well i will you know? i will have to go watch that monster show that sounds really delightful yes please do it's so fun 
fun. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. This was uh, this was awesome. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm glad this worked out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I'm glad after the, the, the time zone f- f- snafu, we were able to make it work. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. How freaking delightful is she i hope that you will go and give joni a follow across the internet maybe check out one of her streams i know she's been streaming a lot of pokemon dynamax raids lately so if you want to go get in on that action maybe do a little shiny hunting with her go hop over to twitch.tv slash joni brosos it's spelled down here or if you are listening to the podcast feed it is in the podcast notes if i remember to put it in there i hope i did because i am supposed to be a professional, but I, I, I fall short frequently in that regard. <laughs> I am going to be streaming the Nerdy Lock. Come over to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. We're going to be playing some Pokemon, playing some Resident Evil 7, probably getting back into some Dark Souls. I hope to see you over there. And as always, y'all, my name's Nerdy, and you should do something nerdy tonight. Bye.